conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious couples podcast for episode number 75 getting up there indeed 25 away from 100 which is just an arbitrary number really what are your guilt free pleasures not guilty pleasures not to be confused with guilty pleasure pleasures guilt free pleasures so episode number 75 thank you so much for joining us on another special episode as always thank you to next level podcast solutions for producing this show and 46 others. Mm. I think it's actually more than that now. But thank you so much for all that you do. We know you are super busy. And thank you for putting the Conscious Couples podcast above all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. Uh, sweetheart, as always, ladies first, what is your intention for today's episode? My intention is to give our listeners the permission slip that they didn't know they desperately needed. You and I have recently come up with this concept that I know is going to be super powerful because it already has been for us. It's like a breath of fresh air. So um, I want everyone to imagine if you haven't seen Aladdin, we all kind of know the analogy as it pertains to you have a genie in a bottle and you got to rub me the right way. More so (laughs) along the lines of you picture this, you have a genie in a bottle and you only have three wishes and when you rub it the genie comes out and it says to you you can have three wishes granted what are those three things so for our listeners it's that permission slip to identify what those guilt free pleasures are for them okay so all of our listeners have probably heard of a guilty pleasure there's probably a tv show that you're obsessed with or a movie you're obsessed with or maybe it's a certain wine that you love or a certain type of food that you love. Domino's, for example. <laughs> Handmade pan. Handmade pan. Emilia and I, it's a guilty pleasure. Mm. We adore it. Plus lava cakes. Oh, the it's icing. The icing, which we mm. may or may not still actually drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Domino's does it right. They are not paying us, we promise. In your for your next date night, you know. Okay, so guilty pleasures are exactly that pleasures that you do feel guilty about because your partner doesn't align with it, maybe fully, or you feel like you do it too much or too often, or you feel like it's not with your diet, or you feel like it's not aligned with your highest aspirations and core values. So Emilia and I talk often about how to maximize your potential and maximize the potential of your relationship. That's not what we're going to talk about today. No, I'm kidding. It still is. I feel like this is a really helpful component of unlocking that though. And so when Emilia had said that we feel uncaged or unburdened or or free, uh, breaking out of that old box, essentially Emilia and I were on a walk and we 
talked about this idea of guilt-free pleasures. This idea of what are the things that we really, we had, we kind of checked in and it was like, okay, listen, we've been working a ton. These last couple months have been really, really, really challenging yeah. in, in these weird, unique ways that mm-hmm. we did not expect. And again, that's life, but also like WTF. Woof. Yeah, woof. Yeah. And so, <laughs> woof. So what we said is, what are the things that we really, really, that fill our cup the most? And it started out with, superchargers, regular chargers, and then like drainers. What drains you? All Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And then eventually we came up with this simple concept of guilt-free pleasures. What are the three things, sweetheart, that you want to do Mm -hmm. guilt-free that maybe you do have a little guilt about? Maybe it's playing video games. Maybe it's watching movies. Maybe it's that wine you love. Maybe it's Domino's pizza, handmade pan. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Those might be mine. I'm kidding. (laughs) But we both have come up with the top three that we're writing on our whiteboard in the centerpiece of our home of, listen, these are the three things that I've decided I'm going to indulge in, and I don't want to feel guilty about it. And I'm deciding in advance to not feel guilty about it. And that doesn't mean you go off the rails. That doesn't mean you do them every single day. That doesn't mean that you do them, you know, to excess. Mm -hmm. But it does mean that every now and then you're going to uh, have some guilt-free pleasure. Exactly. And, you know, really a lot of this came from we have had a really tough couple of months like coming in from every single angle and like you said babe it is that is life isn't it so hard to say that when you know like nothing really that devastating happened but it doesn't change the fact that it has been really difficult truth and i don't want to minimize our experiences um and in this whole shebang recently i had gotten a tesla and so the supercharger experience really that idea it came from the understanding when you get a Tesla, it, it's not necessarily tracking your gas mileage, but it's rather track, tracking how much juice you have less left in the tank. Just and like your phone battery. Just, I was just going to say, just like your phone battery. And that's the thing. Every single day, we all, quote unquote, have a metaphorical phone battery, mm-hmm. right? And so every single day, we have things that are draining us. To, to the example that we did on the whiteboard, there's things that kind of charge us that like fill our cup. Right. So that could be the occasional handmade pond, the dominoes. And then there's things that we can place in our day that really supercharge us. And what you and I were talking about was. Can you explain uh, when you went and took the Tesla to a regular charger versus a supercharger? Oh, goodness. OK, so when I took the the Tesla, we, I was low on battery and this was my first time. So kind of uh, my dad has deemed it uh, anxi- range anxiety, which is essentially like how much do you have left in the quote unquote Uh, tank when you have only like 5% of your battery left, right? It's just like picture your phone on like 5% battery and you're just about to go into the wilderness where you know you're not going to have service, but you need a flashlight and it's like, oh my God, I'm not going to have a charter. So this was my experience, but yet with my car. And so I went and tried to find a like a, a regular charger and we had one near our gym and I went to go charge up and it said it would take 10 hours and 25 minutes just to bring it to like even like a remotely decent charge. So I'm like, all right, that's not going to happen. <laughs> right outside the pizzeria. <laughs> you know? so, like, okay, let me get my sleeping bag. Let me pull up and just like, <laughs> babe, I'll see you tomorrow. Got to charge my Tesla. I'll see you tomorrow. I wonder if you had any regret around <laughs> your purchase. Right. So, so yeah, exactly. And, and what's really interesting is that there's a thing called the supercharger, which Tesla kind of 
navigates and puts in specific places. And we had actually optimized a recent trip on this last weekend to go and make sure that we find a supercharger because the difference is when we pull up and plug in the Tesla, it takes a half hour to get the charge that I would have otherwise at a regular charger for like 10 hours. So Mm -hmm. it's a massive difference in terms of efficiency. And so this concept of how quickly can you charge yourself up really was brought into the fold after we were checking in on this walk and saying like, holy crap, like there's a lot that we, me personally, I would say, haven't been really focusing in on my superchargers. There's been a lot that's been draining me and we know the cup fillers and we've been doing those and we've kind of been slacking on them and all things considered, but like, okay, if we really, really do need a supercharge, what are those things that can do that? And then that brought us to the whole conversation of, well, what are the superchargers that we want to have placed within our day that we might have a little bit of guilt around? Mm -hmm. And that's what brought us to these guilt-free items. By the way, these are superchargers for the the me. The me. Not necessarily the we. But they might have some guilt in the we because you want to spend time together and they might not necessarily include each other. Exactly. Okay. And we've all known that feeling where your partner wants to go do X, Y, Z, and you want to go do A, B, C. And it's like, uh, we really want to spend time together. So how about we do X, Y, A, B? Let's do it all. And Let's then you, yeah. So, yeah. and then you end up drained because you try to do too much yeah. in too short a time. Or you so, neglect your needs and then it's a whole thing. So this is mainly about the me, mm-hmm. but it's communicating with your partner and doing it with your partner where these are the three things that I've decided in my life I'm going to just do and not have any guilt around. So yeah. I think without further ado, I think we should share them. <laughs> Definitely. And and prior to that, I think that what couples experience is exactly that. They're afraid to kind of take away from the we because there's not a lot of certainty that if I go take this time for the me, that we're still going to be okay. Yeah. So, Which ironically, if you took time for the me and supercharged, mm-hmm. you'd bring more to the we. Yeah. So isn't that such an interesting thing? It's of so like, I don't want to take away from the we, but right. by not filling my own cup, right. I actually am taking away from the we. So this was interesting because when we started to go through this, I really, both Alan and I reflected on on this. What are our superchargers that like, if we were to have that quote unquote genie in a bottle and we were to have the wish come true where there's no guilt and we were to do or take advantage of these three guilt-free pleasures, what would they be? And for me, number one, it would hands down be unrushed mornings. And it didn't necessarily come initially like that. But after reflection, you know, really looking the last three months, it's like, what is that one thing that my body, that my soul, that like all of me is calling for? It is unrushed morning because I'm just a get up, go, 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 go getter. And if I'm not, and this is the, the key for our listeners, if you're not, what is the guilt telling you? For me to have a a unrushed morning there was so much guilt underneath that that said like you're lazy if you if you don't have a rush morning you're lazy and that's just not true and so for me that that number one spot was unrushed mornings the number two spot was adventures again there's a part of me that's well if we go and take an adventure then you know adventures in nature adventures in nature yeah. yeah if you're if you're not working then there should be guilt and for me that's just not gonna fly 
I'm Derek, and I just wanted to talk about relationship talks with Alan and Amelia. If you're looking to get some help on working with your relationships, you should definitely give them a shot. They can help you identify certain patterns on things that maybe you didn't realize that you've done or that have happened. And if you want to be able to just start really kind of narrowing down the things that you can work on now that'll help you be more efficient for future relationships or even the one that you're in they are definitely the ones to go see as clearly they lead an example of what a great relationship should look like and just in general they're both incredibly intelligent and smart with just being able to pick out the things that maybe either you missed or that you knew but didn't really quite click yet so you should definitely definitely give them a shot because they're very very helpful and efficient at what they do i also want to make it clear for everyone listening if your whole life is guilt-free pleasures or guilty pleasures you are in trouble Definitely. and so is your relationship by the way i mean yeah the reason why we're picking three is because one is too few five is too many but i do know some people quite frankly that are not super productive and not super aligned and and really not leaning into their true potential right and if you're constantly always letting yourself off the hook let yourself off the hook let yourself off the hook like a, like a an unrushed morning for Emilia, I need to make this clear, is like you taking 15 to 20 minutes to actually like not have to immediately jump on a meeting. Right. And so and just like be careful with this. Definitely. I need to this is like proceed with caution because it's very easy to go off the rails. We're not saying like, yeah, woo, like FOMO. <laughs> Emilia and Alan said, you know, yeah, like said this I is have totally, guilt, so I yeah. don't want to go near this. I think guilt is a really productive thing because guilt means that underneath it you know that there's something you're not honoring a core value exactly exactly so because i'm connected to what i'm capable of and i have goals i experience guilt and i have been very intentional about where that guilt is productive and where it's not and this is kind of the the compilation of so much guilt that it's like okay the the scales kind of need to tip here and this is kind of like letting the steam off a little bit every single day. That's what it, that's really what it is. Well, if it's a supercharger, then it is aligned with your most productive self. Yes. But but remember, too much of a good thing becomes a bad thing. Exactly. And so, yeah, your favorite show once a week might be super aligned and a supercharger. But if you're doing two or three episodes a day, you're going to start neglecting your responsibilities. So right. I just want to make that clear. Okay, and, and likely the opposite, too little. Of something that's really oh, important to yeah. you. Again, it comes Goldilocks. back. So it swings back into the way. So my last one is really more along the lines of a spiritual connection with myself. I know a lot of women and a lot of people, especially if they're high performers. The or quantum chasm. In, in a, yeah. If they're in a relationship, they struggle to really focus on themselves first. And I still struggle with this every single day. There's a little area that is that I've kind of cultivated in our room that we call the quantum chasm because it's literally just me time. It is just me time with whatever I want to do, whether that's reading a book, whether that is like literally just staring off into space, like it is an absolute guilt-free corner. Well, there's a skylight. There's a there's a skylight above. Yeah. There's a window right there next to the the sofa. It's, so it's like a little corner it's a sofa. Little nook chair. Nook chair. And it's called the quantum chasm because that's where you do your journaling and your reading and my contemplation. Your contemplation, which is contemplation <laughs> in the quantum realm. Yes. Which is our next episode. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, anything else you want to add? I didn't mean to rush you, but I also know we also got a crank. No, I, well, 
I would just say that those finally actually expressing what those three things are for me, it's almost like a breath of fresh air. So for our listeners who are doing this, and I can't wait for them to hear yours, it's like, it's that little, little voice that you just want to suppress because, oh, now you're a big adult. You have a lot of responsibilities, all these things. It's like, these are the things that you need to honor within yourself that a part of you is really calling for, for you to answer. So for me, after I did these, it's like, it starts to feel uncomfortable at first for you to actually acknowledge it. And then I think it really starts to unlock different parts of you that maybe have been suppressed way too long. So babe, what are your three guilt-free pleasures? Guilt-free pleasures, which is what you said, by the way. I know. (laughs) Uh, I want to make this as clear as possible. All of us have these things that as we become adults and we have households and we have pets and some of you have children and you you have a long-term intimate relationship and you have all of these things, some of our past cup fillers, superchargers really do get neglected. Yeah, And I do think that that makes sense to some extent and that is valid. Obviously, I can't go play basketball every day like I used to in college, <laughs> right? But I can play basketball every now and then. They can evolve. Right? They can evolve. Yeah. So uh, my three quickly, and we want to lead by example. So just pick your three. That's the homework for anyone listening. Yeah. Three, simple. Three things that you've just decided, you know what, these are going to be a part of my life, whether anyone else likes it or not, and I'm going to be okay with that, and I'm going to make sure they're okay with that, and if they're not, we'll have a that's their problem. <laughs> yeah, that's their problem. Number one is movies. Movies, movies, movies. I am starting to actually own this part of me as a movie buff. I, I have adored movies my entire life. I just always have. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. I <laughs> love them so much. Literally, I'm like a little kid right now. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you love them. Love it. Won't give it up. Don't. Don't make ever. me. <laughs> and yes, I was considering being an actor at one point. I was going to work in show business. I may or may not have driven to LA at one point mm-hmm. and actually lived there for three months. It was one of the worst experiences of my life because LA is not the place I want to live. But the point is, is that show business, movies, storytelling, inspiring hero journeys. Oh my God. Best thing ever. So number one, movies. Number two, delicious food. Hate leftovers. (laughs) I hate them. I've tried not to hate them. Don't waste food. Hate them. Straight up. Can't stand it. (laughs) Emilia's totally fine with it. She'll eat leftovers every night. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. So anyways, I want to watch movies and eat delicious food. And my third one, so simple, so funny. I think I've decided. So Emilia and I, just to provide a little context, we fast. I do IF, intermittent fasting. If you never looked it up, it's just essentially uh, 16 hours a day without food. You starve yourself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no snacks. Which is, which is why I can eat so much delicious food and handmade pan mm-hmm. from Domino's. <laughs> I almost just hammered this mic right off, right off here. So this last one is hilarious. I've decided I drink water all day, right? Zoa, water. I'm not drinking water with a meal ever again. I've, I don't know why. I've always hated drinking water with meals. Milk, fine. You know, soda sometimes, occasionally. <laughs> I remember Kev coming to the studio. He's like, dude, full Cal Coke? Yep. <laughs> yes, full Cal Coke. I will never again drink water with a meal. I keep telling myself a story that I, it's going to be fine. Yeah, I know. I'll have water. Lemon water. <laughs> Give me some water. I hate it so much. For something about having like, so we have these little uh, sparkling ciders. Uh, we joke and we say I'm a non-alcoholic alcoholic because they're non-alcoholic 
beverages. drinks, beverages so. that I absolutely adore. And I went out of my way last night to go get some. But those are it. Movies, delicious food, and I'm never drinking water again with a meal. <laughs> I want to actually have something delicious with my meals. And so for me, it is alarming how much better I feel and how much more of a full supercharged human I am after a movie with some dominoes <laughs> and um, a delicious beverage. And that is just something about me that I want to own. And I will not go off the rails with it. But at the end of the day, whatever it is for you, you love Oreos, get Oreos. Don't eat cookies all the time, right? But you can have an Oreo every now and then. It's very important that you and myself and Emilia realize that there are parts of us that we can change and we can evolve and we will evolve and change. There's certain things that, quite frankly, I have come to realize in my older age, it's not going to change. Mm. It's not. I can try to change it all I want. I don't care. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I could if I really, really tried. I think, maybe. I don't think I could dislike movies if I tried. There are certain movies that aren't good. There are certain movies that I definitely don't like. But for the most part, I don't think I'm ever going to not want to. I'm, I'm pumped for when we have children so that I can go to the movies. <laughs> so that we can have a movie theater in same. our home. Same. And so that we can that. watch Disney Plus all the time. And I have a valid excuse to do that. Um, but that's my point here is if any of that resonated with any of you, what are yours? Yeah. A couple more quickly. Adore snowboarding. I never do it. I never go snowboarding. I adore snowboarding. It's huge cup filler. Nature, mountain, ridiculously good at it, mastery. Basketball. You play basketball with me, babe. It's like I'm a whole different human. I love basketball. I always have loved basketball. I was playing basketball when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. You know, at 2 a.m. by myself, like under the floodlights. It's never going to go away. These passions, these loves, these things you adore. Do them within reason. Do them in moderation. Do them strategically and effectively. Don't go too far off the rails. But do them guilt-free. And here's the thing, too. As we close this episode, I think what's really empowering about this is you can support your partner in that and just encourage them to go into that guilt-free land. And I think when we don't have that kind of permission slip from our partner, that's why it was really cool to do this together because we were like, yeah, we got ours. All right, slap on it, shake on it, spit in your hand, we'll shake. Like, <laughs> it was like, blood brothers. But um, no, it was, it was really empowering to see how lit up you get by acknowledging that and vice versa. And you know, I just really want that for you. And I think being in a partnership when your partner just wants you to be happy and fulfilled and like the brightest light ever. The brightest like that's, light. That's everything. The so brightest light. It's a great exercise. So again, to wrap this up, what are your top three guilt-free pleasures? That is your homework. Mm -hmm. Please do it because you will feel freer. Definitely. Definitely. Alrighty. So in the show notes, you'll see two links. Alan will tell you about one of them, but the first one is all about our event, our monthly live free virtual event. And it's going to be on how to not fall out of love with your life partner. Some couples want a honeymoon life. Others just kind of take it as it is. And we all know the types of couples that want actually a honeymoon life where they're in love. They don't just love each other. This entire event is going to be dedicated to those types of couples that want to live the honeymoon life and be in love, madly in love with their partners. 
We want to see you there. It's at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's going to be the third Thursday of every single month moving forward. So the link is in the show notes, and we cannot wait to see you there. Also, as Emilia mentioned, the second link is the, the best way I can describe relationship talks coaching is this. Every relationship is like a Jenga tower, okay? And every single time that you break trust or you miscommunicate or you get in an argument or you have a disagreement where there's a wound or a hurt that is not repaired, every time you're arrogant or imperfect, you are taking one of those logs out of the Jenga tower. If you take enough of those logs out, you will eventually have the whole tower fall. Mm. Relationship talks coaching is a lot like couples therapy, but instead of therapy, it's much more aspiration focused. It's much more about being on a team, being on the same page, building the life that you want together. That's really what it is. We have one couple that is building towards a horsey ranch in the mountains. We have another couple that has literally already achieved much of their dreams. These conversations that you have with us, they do manifest if you put in the work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just great to get in a room and talk about your challenges, talk about your goals and dreams together. You might not even realize how not on the same page you and your partner really were. So we hope that you book. The link will be in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And it is not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is a Lazarus88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.